to the friendly friends. We are the friendliest friends you ever friended, and today we are friending again. I'm Sunny. Today I'm joined by Plutolo, an alien from Pluto, and Dr. Jimmy, PhD, a world famous scientist from the United States of Earth. Dude, what's your next move? Light you five. Guys, you know we're recording, right? And how do you know how to play chess, Plutolo? Oops, sorry. Anyway, today we are going to talk about what's the problem with Plutolo. At Pluto. There's nothing wrong with Pluto. It's a dwarf planet. You're a dwarf planet. Real mature, guys. Let's get back to the interview. Today we are talking about the history of Pluto with Plutolo. Why dwarf planets are still planets with Plutolo. Why Pluto isn't a planet with Dr. Jimmy PhD. And talking about the main features of Pluto altogether. Plutolo and Dr. Jimmy PhD. How's the day been? Uh... Uh, okay. Uh, yep, the weather's f- to get to the interview soon. I'm gonna go get some chicken nuggets and ice cream from Macca's real quick. Yuck. Earthling foods. I prefer rock salad pasta. Pluto, like, can you go back to the beginning and tell me the history of Pluto? Pluto was always such a beautiful and great place to live. live. But one day, a human arrived. They stamp around, breaking all of our unique rock statues... It was devastating. Our fellow Plutonian wept. It was a complete disaster that day. I was sent out here so that I could save my planet. Oh, well, that's terrible. Oh, that's probably my colleague, Clyde Tumba. He was a, he was a real jerk, bro. <laughs> what was the most delicious food you ate on Pluto? When my mum made those, those rock cakes, that was always stacked with live worms and... Some delicious animal spit. It, my other, my other nine hundred and ninety-nine siblings and I would beg my mother to give ourselves a lot of that. Can you tell me one thing about Pluto's environment? Pluto has five moons. They make exceptional vacation spots. You know, they have beautiful temperatures and are nice and lucky underneath. Though Pluto is tiny to you humans. We are thriving with life here. I remember last Sonatonian, we went to Ceres and boy, it was a great week. Can you tell me one reason of why Pluto is still a planet? What the intergalactic zoomer do you mean? Pluto has always been a planet, you boomer. Yo, it was just a question. And do you want some herbal tea from the southern hemisphere? Anyway, Pluto is a fantastic planet. It is large enough to fit all of our kind and still helps us survive. It has a thriving life source. Do you know if there are any other living species on the other door planets? Yes. In fact, I have a large family tree that live on the other dwarf planets. Who are your closest relatives and what were their names? I had a beloved aunt called Theresa. She lived on the Makamaka and I was a beloved Makamakian. She lived there with Uncle Bobby, but one day, while he was on a walk, he fell out of orbit. Oh dear, you, that must have been terrible for you. You must have been grieving for weeks. Yes, for the funeral, we sung Hey Bobby. Oh, I know this song off by heart. Hey, hey Bobby, don't make it bad. Take a sad song. Okay, guys, guys, stop, stop. Let's get back to the questions. Have you been to any other door? Um, yes, I have. I have. I've been to Ceres and Makemake to visit my dear relatives. 
Can you tell me how they were like? Oh, Ceres is kind of dusty, not gonna lie. Like, I was walking one day and this giant dust ball smacked me in the face. It was really devastating. <laughs> maka maka is like the colour of the sun. It's quite cold, actually, but much, and I mean much better than Ceres. Say that both dwarf planets are better than each other. Like, Earth actually has life that is capable of doing stuff that you guys can't, so it's Obviously the best. It's the best, isn't it? <sighs> they should... They should... Honestly, the same. Can you tell me a story about the other door planets and if they should be considered a planet? Of course they should. Actually, they shouldn't all be. No one asked for your opinion. Pluto, like, the problem is that Pluto is a door planet because it is too small. But I was born there, human. I should know better of the betters. They should be called a real planet because they are big enough to hold our whole community. Since I was a little alien, my parents would tell me all about the other planets and how they were amazing. Pluto was one of them that they told me about and I was sure it was a planet. Ceres, Makamaka, Iris, Humia, are all the same, all being big enough to hold the Plutonian aliens community. Okay, Pluto, but I honestly do not think you can change the world's opinion by saying that you were born there and should know what has happened. Why not? Are you humans that unreasonable? I suppose, but anyway, let's get on with the rest of the interview. Can you tell me one reason of why it is not a planet because it does not fulfil the three main criteria of a planet and those three things are it has to be big it has to be big enough for the gravity gravity to keep it in a spherical shape it also has to clear its surroundings and lastly it must orbit at least one star all of those all of all of the dwarf planets do not fulfill these criteria so so therefore they are not planets but remember the dwarf planets are big enough to carry all of us aliens but look how small you are, alien. I can away you wouldn't even be able to be detected. I'm big enough. Anyway, I've heard that Pluto moves in a tilted eccentric orbit and that its name was created by a little 11-year-old girl. Is this all true? Unfortunately, yes. If I were that girl, I would have gave Pluto a much better name, being it named after the god of the underworld. Underworld. Though, the unique orbit of Pluto is very interesting to research about. If you could go back to the beginning, what did you think Pluto was? Oh, uh, in my junior years, I thought Pluto was a planet. I was really dumb now that I reflect. Back to when you were little, how was your family? Oh, I, I was always the smartest, making the best decisions. Ha! I still am. When did you find out that aliens were real and inhabited Pluto? Well, I didn't know that they were real until 2 o'clock in the morning when you said I was going to do an interview with one. Also, the fact that the moment you hung up, I heard a bang outside. I saw a UFO hanging like a gosh dang chandelier on my chimney. I went, I went inside to get my coffee to make sure I was still sane. And then, you know what? A creepy alien walks behind me, taps me on the shoulder before saying, Bro, got insurance? You might need it. 
chimney's a bit stuffed. Sorry, by the way. I'm on my L plates, and my instructor jumped out the window because he thought we were going to we were thought we were going to crash. You know what? We did. Stared at him and rushed him out the house. And I'm just thinking, holy moly, am I going to be going mental? What is your house is fixed? Can you go back to the beginning and tell me how you managed to discover Pluto? I discovered Pluto by using a specially made telescope that was made by one of the only, the one and only Professor Chicken Nugget Senior. Can you tell me a story on how the pl- surface of Pluto is like? From what I have researched, Pluto is very rocky with a poss- possibly a water source. Nah, Pluto would be humid with a rocky terrain. There is sometimes plants growing there. What is the difference between, pu- between what is the difference between humans and Plutonians? I'm sure there's no difference. You humans obviously have 29. Oh, and you totally have a thousand babies at one time, don't you? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, my other 999 siblings are so hungry that my mother had to cook the whole dinner inside the house. Okay. And you obviously have opposite temperature sensors, right? When if it's hot, you're cold. And if you're cold, it's cold. And if you're cold, it's hot. Aileen, you are completely wrong. Us humans are so better than you ridiculous creatures. Nani? Us Plutonians are never wrong. We are just unique and better. Guys, stop being so childish. If you're on Pluto, you would be Edgequities. Anyway, what is like the what is the what is the weather like on Pluto? The weather on Pluto is really warm, but for some reason it is always raining with white powder. One time, I tried to make a shape in the powder, and it melted underneath me. I was really sweaty after that. Alien, don't you know that Pluto has an average temperature of negative 299 degrees Celsius? It's basically extremely, and I mean extremely cold. Oh. Dr. Jimmy PhD, going back to the beginning, have you ever stepped foot onto Pluto? No. My dear colleague Clyde Tumba was the first human to go onto Pluto. I I directed the project though and it was so successful. I was so famous after that. Not like I wasn't before. Lol. Have you ever tried VR and seen Pluto? I have multiple times actually, and I have used VR to see satellites to see Pluto much better. Though you do not have the equipment to see through the eyes of our sat- satellites, so you can always download the game to see Pluto and the planets and the other dwarf planets. If you would like to hear more episodes from St. Raphael's Catholic School Parkside, you can check them out at our own post podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was, a, was produced by Lorraine, Braxton and Oliver for St. Raphael's Catholic School Parkside in partnership with Archdiocese Radio and Podcasting.
Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. Bye. Guys, want to get a coffee? Guys, I have a good... Sure. Guys, I have a great place to drink coffee on Pluto. Cool, what's in it? Basically, it's rock water with added live slugs and some plutonian animal spit. Uh, anyone got any other ideas? No, guys, it's just 285,953 light years away. Guys?